Hello and welcome to Biswell. Happy 2021. This is the first episode of the Biswell podcast in the new year and I'm excited to get back at it. So hopefully you and yours had a wonderful new year and getting off to a new start. Speaking of a new year, to me, it usually means a new beginning and fresh starts. Well, the new year started out with donuts, high hopes, and excitement for the new beginning. Yes, I had multiple, multiple, I'm embarrassed to say, warm Krispy Kreme donuts on New Year's Day. But anyway, back to new beginnings. I love a fresh new beginning. Like a new season, like summer, for example, I love the summer, but when September rolls around, I get excited to put away my shorts and bring out my winter warms and put out the fall decor and and get excited for a new beginning. And that's how I've always felt. But this year, it feels different. And by this time of the year, I would have already mapped out all my goals, my adventures, things I wanted to achieve in the new year. I haven't done that yet. Last year at this time, we had spent New Year's Eve and the few days leading up to it in Palm Springs. We did a retreat. We did hiking. We did our vision boards together. And this just didn't happen this year. Not sure why. I just didn't have that urge. For the first time in at least 20 years, I went into the new year without my goals and visions and intentions mapped out. When Dominic was really young, we started this practice and I started it with him. I still have some of his little notes from elementary school. Sometimes he'd write about a grade he wanted to get or sports he wanted to try out for. I remember one time he said he wanted to learn Spanish. So I have all of those. And I've emphasized the importance of it to him and to myself about making that roadmap and defining what you want to achieve because you can't achieve it if you haven't created a plan and a goal. So coming into the new year without the goals feels and felt very uncomfortable. So why am I not so motivated this year? Well, I guess like most of us going into the new year, it didn't feel a lot like a new beginning. We are still dealing with this pandemic. I'm still working at home and will be till at least July. So that will have been over a year and a half by the time if and when I ever get back to the office for my day job. No visiting of family or friends. This was the first year in my entire 50 something years that I wasn't with my entire family and my siblings. We have always been together. Even when I would travel to Puerto Rico to see Dominic's grandparents, we would leave on Christmas morning. So we'd have Christmas Eve with my family, travel on Christmas Day, get there by Christmas night so we could have dinner. We've always done that. And this is the first time. This is the first time Dominic hasn't been with his cousins who are basically like his sisters in 20 years. So it just was different. No family, no friends. And I've been really trying hard to focus on the positive. Uh, Every day, you know, feeling full of gratitude for the job I still have and my family and friends who are super healthy and I'm, I'm blessed. I have an amazing son and a partner and, you know, who am I to be stuck in the woes me? But back to the new chapter and the new beginning. So going into January, it just didn't feel like a new beginning. So I'm taking it a little differently. I'm giving myself a little bit of a break and I'm taking a new approach, right? So new cha- new chapters take a new approach. So I'm going to tell you a bit about my new approach to my goals this year. So first what I started to do, and it was just in the first few days 
of January and uh, into the the first weekend of of the new year, I started looking at what are the things that I want to leave behind in the old chapter? What are the things I want to let go of? Because I'm a firm believer, if you're bringing new things into your world, you're going to have to let go of some of the other things or make space, so to speak. So I started with writing out a list of thoughts and beliefs that I'm going to let go of. In order to bring in the new year, I'm making space. So freeing myself up of, for example, disappointments. Like why am I going to be stuck and focused on things that didn't work out and disappointments where I need that mental and physical space for the new things that are coming. So I have been taking some time um, to create that space. So letting go is simply the process of creating that space. And as we grow and expand, it's natural to then shed the old in order to make room for the new. So this sounded all good and dandy, but then I started to to write or think about what was I going to let go of? I'm like, I don't want to let go of anything. All the things I have or even the non-physical things I need and I want. But I did um, take some time, spend really in thought and digging in and came up with a few things that I'm going to let go of. So one of the first things I'm letting go, and this is probably an ongoing challenge for me, but this is probably the first time I've actually written it down and and said it out loud, is I'm letting go of some fears and anxieties. And that's not easy. Uh, Anyone who knows me knows that I I can spend a little bit of time ruminating over the what-ifs and the fears that are in my head. So anyway, not to go into all the detail here, because I want to keep this upbeat, but I'm writing down some of the fears, some of the things that brings me anxiety, and I'm going to work very hard each day to let those go or not let them come into my space. I'm letting go of the disappointment of working at home uh, and my disappointment over not seeing family and friends. There's nothing I can do about it. There's no reason why I should carry it around that resentment uh, and or frustration because everyone's going through it and I could be in a, a much worse situation. So I am going to let go of that resentment and embrace the current situation for what it is. I've been able to gain a more healthier and physical mindset uh, since working at home, I my big excitement for the day is to get outside and walk. And I have been doing at least 30 minutes a day going into the new year. One of the goals for 2021 is to actually walk over 10,000 steps a day. Um, so we're seven days into the year and I'm actually over my 10,000 each day. So again, letting go of the disappointments and focusing on the things that are working and I feel good about. And the last thing I'm going to comment on just when it comes to letting go is I'm going to let go some of the expectations I have for myself. So again, like I said, I've gone into the new year with a vision board, very specifics, like I want to walk this many steps, I want to lose this many pounds, I want to save this much money. So very specific. And and I'm going to let those expectations go for this year of myself, I'm still going to, and I still have Um, things that I'm going to focus on this year, things that I will achieve, but I'm not going to go that specific. I'm I'm changing it up again for the approach this this year. And it's going to be more of the story for this year and what that story chapter will involve. So it'll be more something that can be defined as I go along with, with a larger framework. So let's talk about some of my intentions and or goals this year, like I said, they're going to be less about a specific number and more about the broader picture. So for example, the first thing I'm going to do for work, my day job is I first let's back up. So I'm a doer, I want to get things done, I want to take action, I want to see results. Um, But instead of doing, 
uh, I'm going to try to do a little bit more directing. And I know that sounds a little corny, but as I've grown in my career, I need to ensure that my team is, we are collectively getting things done and doing them. So instead of um, always being the one to roll up the sleeves and do it, I need to take this time in this year to delegate more and have my team help and participate just as much as I do in uh, achieving the goal. So roundabout way there is um, empowering the team to do more and taking a little bit more pressure off myself. So one of my intentions. In addition to that, I want new perspectives. I want new perspectives from other people with different thoughts and ideas. And so I'm going to seek that at work, seek out other people, maybe in departments or industries or groups that just have a diverse thought um, and ideas. And I want to have cultivate more of that both at work and at home. And in my side gigs is just gaining diverse perspective. I think about the projects I'm working on and having a diverse perspective It'll just make it so much more interesting and more rounded. And I love every time I hear someone else's perspective is to learn from them as well. So excited to cultivate the group of diverse perspectives. I think also one of the intentions and goals for this year is to mix up a little bit of my financial investments and won't go into a ton of detail here, but just making sure going back to that diverse, that it is diverse and not just all in certain areas, which I've had a lot in, in uh, equity as well as real estate. And so looking to diversify that and also letting some things go. And one of the projects that I'm most, most excited about and will be a big part of my intentions and goals this year is the new project John and I are working on where we are buying a second home in Temecula, which is the wine country of Southern California. And our second home will have a small vineyard as well as a second unit on the property that we're going to do in Airbnb. So I am super thrilled already mapping out what that's going to look like in terms of generating income. Well, most importantly for us is creating connection and making memories. One of the things I love most. So really excited about that. I'm going to do a whole podcast just to introduce you to the project, but that'll come probably in February-ish timeframe. I'm still working on all the details there and I'm anxious and excited to show pictures and share uh, the Mobo Vineyard with all of the Biswell listeners and invite you to come out and stay on the property. So just a couple of the things I'm working on for this year, 2021, I'm dying to travel. So even if it's a local travel or an RV again, hopefully this year traveling will be part of our agenda since last year in 2020, everything came to a halt. So hopefully we'll get out on the roads and or in the skies at some point after the second half of the year and do some exploring. What's on your list of intentions or goals this year? I'd love to hear and share. I listen to a lot of other podcasts as well as talk to a lot of other people because like I said, diverse perspective. When I hear someone else talking about ideas, I'm like, hey, that's a good idea. I should think about that. I should think about incorporating that. So if you'd love to share what you're working on, drop me a line at biswellpodcast at outlook.com. The other thing I'm going to work on this year or attempt to do is journaling. I have never had a desire to journal. I do keep a daily 
uh, work journal where I have, you know, the date and I'll write down notes from meetings. I write down my to-do list and I also have a calendar, which I make notes in there of to-do things or goals, but I've never had really the desire to journal. And I've recently heard numerous people talking about journaling and how much it helps them, uh, how much it helps ground them, how it keeps them accountable. So I thought, "Mm, I'll give it a try. I'm not going to say for sure I'm going to commit to it all year or even for any length of time, but I'm going to give it a try, see how comfortable it feels. Uh, It feels a little odd for me to write down thoughts and feelings into something that maybe someone else could could read at some point. But I'm saying, what the heck, I'll give it a try. If you're a journaler, if you're a person who journals every day, uh, I would love to hear from you. What works? Why do you like it? The person I was talking to says, They've been journaling since they were in grade school and they have like hundreds of notebooks from over the last 20 years and they go back and read it and help them keep accountable. And so I was, I was intrigued. I was interested. It's like, hmm, okay, let's see what everybody's so into journaling for. But anyway, if you're a journaler, is that a word? Journaler? Okay. If you're a person who writes a lot in a journal, love to hear from you. Drop me a line again at the Biswell podcast at outlook.com. Tell me what you like, what you love. I'd even love to talk to you and put you on the podcast. Speaking of talking, guess who I spoke to this week? The first week of January, 2021. Guess, one guess. Mm, Not Oprah, but close. I spoke to Gail King. Yes, um, unfortunately, I'm not even touching on the political situation we are in now where this past week, our capital was stormed by rioters and they took over the capital. And uh, I don't know about you, but I was glued to the TV that day. I was just in shock. It just seems unimaginable. But anyway, I, um, I follow Gail King. I watch her in the morning on the CBS Morning Show, which I love. And uh, she has a, a radio show on Sirius XM once a week. And I usually see her come up in my feed and she has different topics she's talking about. But she said, you know, how did you feel? What did you feel when you were watching that on TV? And let me tell you, I I actually felt like soul crushing, just fear. Talk about letting go of fear, but fear of what's happening in this country and that people that we live with within our own neighborhood would run amok to the Capitol. But anyway, so I called the radio show. They picked up um, and I recorded it. So at some point I might integrate it into one of my podcasts, me and Gail, I let uh, Dominic and John hear it and they were sort of chuckling because I was like the crazy super fan in the beginning. I was like, Gail, Gail, I love you. I watch your show, blah, blah. So anyway, but um, we had a nice little conversation. She asked me what I felt like. We talked about it and uh, I gave her a tip of some uh, other news outlet that I had listened to where a woman was in the Capitol. She was part of the media team covering the... um, joint Senate sessions. And when they were stormed, she was in a bathroom, locked herself in there for safety, and she was recording. And as I listened to this episode, it it brought tears to my eyes. But anyway, that's another story. But that's what Gail King and I were talking about. So hey, I started off the, the year with Gail King. Anyway, hope you all are starting off your year and planning your new adventure, your new chapter, your fresh start. That's where I'm at. I am trying to think of what this next chapter is going to be called, because I think 
I'm at the the beginning of something new and exciting and too. So as I start something else, this new chapter, I'm trying to figure out what's this new chapter going to be called? And I guess I'll find out as I go. Um, But the new beginning, the new chapter is here in 2021. I'm excited for the possibilities and I look forward to staying connected with you, my listeners. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Bizwell Podcast.